Hello, my lovely Brujas, and welcome back to another episode of Cold Brew for the Brujas. As usual, it's your girl Moki, the Pastel Bruja, aiding you on your spiritual journey. One Pastel post, podcast, YouTube video, however I can get it to you at a time. So gather around the digital cauldron and grab your tea, your iced coffee, your pumpkin spice lattes, your matchas, your chais, whatever it is you're sipping on this morning, evening, or afternoon. I hope it's as delicious as this podcast episode and vice versa. And today we are brewing up some juicy tales from history and we're talking all about the real life witches who have graced our worlds. So let's jump right into it. Ooh, Brujas, very quickly, before we jump into this episode, I wanted to say this here. One of the episodes before we end Vogue, uh, Podtober is going to be a Q&A episode. So if you have any questions that you want to ask, make sure you ask them down below in the Q&A box. Send them to me on Instagram. The day that this episode went live, I actually shared a story asking for your questions. You can share them here. Comment them on any of my social media platforms. But get your questions in. Ask me anything you want to know. I'm spilling all the tea, whether it's piping hot or just lukewarm. So ask me anything you want to know, and we'll share that in the upcoming episode, probably the episode before Halloween or the episode before that, 20, 29 or 30. So you have a little bit of time. Make sure you get those questions in so we can have a juicy Q&A episode. Now let's jump into this one. So first things first, when you hear the word witch, what comes to mind? Maybe it's a green-skinned lady with a pointy hat riding on a broomstick, right? We talked about this when we did our uh, witches in pop culture episode. We might also think of someone chanting over a boiling pot because Hollywood has done such a number on us. But let's dive deeper into what witches were really like. In the real world, in real life, our first stop takes us to ancient Egypt. Yeah, we're going way back. Magic, or as they call it, Heka, I hope I'm pr- pronouncing that correctly, was just a natural part of daily life. Priests and priestess would invoke spells to appease the gods and bring harmony. And some historians even say that Cleopatra was well-versed in magic. And let's be real. If I had a potion to make myself as enchanting as her, I would be brewing it up daily too. Next on our list takes us over to Europe the Middle Ages, which was not such a great time for our witchy sisters. With the church gaining power, any woman who had knowledge of herbs, healing, or even just a quirky personality could be branded a witch. And I know it says knowledge of herbs, but knowledge of anything, women who could read, women who are well-versed in just about anything could be branded as a witch. And accusations flew faster than those that ride on those broomsticks, okay? And a lot of us know the witch trials began. But guess what? Not all of them were women. Men got caught in the crossfire too. Have you ever heard of the Pendle witch trials? Oh, witch trials? Drama, drama, drama. Definitely worth a Google after this episode. And speaking of drama, let's not forget about the Salem witch trials. We've all heard about this one. A group of young girls in 1692 claimed to be possessed, accusing several women and even some men of witchcraft. The result, mass hysteria, trials, and executions. And it possibly all started because of moldy bread. Some believe that the girls had ingested moldy rye bread, which can cause hallucinations and bad bread, and even worse decisions. Crazy combination. 
If you guys have never seen the movie The Crucible, this is kind of what it's the not kind of it's based on the Salem witch trials and how these girls just ran with it. Um, specifically, if you look at one uh, particular witch, which was Tituba, she was a black woman at the time. She was like the first witch that the girls accused, and I believe she was known to like take the girls in the woods and dance and sing. And that was also looked at as witchcraft. As I mentioned, anyone with any sort of quirky personality that wasn't the norm was looked at and could be potentially branded as a witch. But not all witchy tales are dark and gloomy. If we head on over to Italy, the strega, which means witch in Italian, were well-respected wise women. They'd whip up love potions or offer spiritual guidance and even predict the future. Now that's a service. And speaking of service, services, that brings us to more modern witches. Wicca, which started in the 20th century, brought witchcraft back to light. And it's more about spirituality and connecting with nature and the goddess. And yes, they might cast a spell or two, but it's all in good fun and for positive vibes. And of course, this episode wouldn't be complete if we took a another trip if we didn't take another trip to the caribbean parts of africa voodoo and santeria are not just catchy <laughs> song titles my brujas it takes in places like haiti new and new orleans voodoo is a blend of african and catholic practices the spirits or loa help guide and protect the believers rituals often involve dancing drumming and yes the mysterious voodoo dolls but it's not about sticking pins and cursing people Contrary to popular myths, it's more about channeling and energies and connecting with ancestors. Meanwhile, over in Cuba, Puerto Rico, and parts of the Caribbean in Latin America, Santeria thrives. Born from the Yoruba traditions of West Africa and mixed with Catholicism, <laughs> Santeria is all about evoking Orishas, powerful deities, and the uh, powerful deities that govern various aspects of life. Rituals, music, and offerings are essential, and much like our other witches and practitioners, those who follow Santaria are often healers, spiritual guides, and community leaders. Now, of course, like I said, I could not end this episode without mentioning those two practices. While I am not a practicer of voodoo, I am, I know of it. I'm well-versed of it. Not well-versed. I mean, I say I'm well-versed, but I know of it, and I know a few things. But when it comes to Santaria and the Orishas and those things, I am very well-versed. Most of my friends from childhood, their parents practiced or at least left offerings. And this is the path that my grandmother uh, learned, I guess. This is like what her teachings were. Now, I do know that there's like a little bit of blended voodoo in there in her practice as well, because my grandmother did go to school at Xavier, which is in New Orleans. And that's where she started to learn about tarot. And so I know that there's like some blend over when it comes to her practice, meaning there's some blend over to what she's taught me. But I know that the gist of our practice and the gist of what I've learned really surrounds uh, Santaria. And, you know, I work a lot with Yimaya and I've always been called to her since a child. And yes, so that's like my line. And that's where my spirituality and my 
practice kind of falls into. But I wanted to share these with y'all because we did witches in pop culture. And I know that witches get a bad rap. Just like Halloween, people think that we're out here trying to hurt people, curse people. And obviously, as I say plenty of times, there's definitely, as with anything, there's people who are going to take what they do and do it for bad reasons. But just because there's a few people that do it doesn't mean that everyone that does it is bad. You know what I mean? So just educate yourself. Definitely do some Googling. Definitely do some research and look into what's a closed practice and what's not a closed practice and take what you need and leave what you don't and create your own craft. But I wanted to share these with y'all because regardless of whether, you know, it's the ancient spellcasters of Egypt or the wise Strega of Italy or the, the Santeria witches, they all continue to be a beautiful and enchanting part of history. And they teach us about resilience, empowerment, and the magic that exists in every single one of us. Well, my Brujas, I hope you enjoyed this magical journey through time. And remember that not all witches live in fairy tales. Some are right here sipping tea or coffee and listening to this podcast. But most importantly, I want to say thank y'all for listening to all of the days of Podtober. We're 25 days strong, which means we have about six days left. And I'm just so thankful that for everyone that's listened and for how much progress we've done. And basically, we are at 4,300 plays. And I'm pretty sure by the end of this month, we'll probably be at 4,400, which is insane because I feel like that was the, like, we were, we've grown so much. I remember the first year of the podcast, I did like 800 plays and I wanted to double that. And then we've tripled. It's just insane. So thank y'all so much for listening. I hope y'all enjoyed this episode, but most importantly, as usual, stay beautiful, keep shining, and I will see y'all tomorrow. Bye.